We're continuing the Shir and Likutei Halachas, Orachayim, Hilchas Hashkoma Saboiker, Halacha Dalid, Paragraph Yud Beis. V'alkein hoyo hanes shel Chanukah al yedei hakoyanim. Rav Zal says, based on what we've been learning till now, we, we can understand why the miracle of Chanukah took place specifically through Koyanim. Ki hakoyhein hu bechinas chesed, bechinas avroham. Because we know throughout the Sifrei Kabbalah we're taught that Kohen is Chesed, Levi is Gevura, Yisrael is Tiferes. So Kohen is Chesed, Bechinas Avraham, And we learned in, the, in Likut Imran, chapter 30, which this Haloch is based on, that it's with Chesed that we're able to slice and separate the Malchus of Kedusha from the four Malchias of the Sitrachra, and once we've separated the Holy Malchus from the kingdom of the Sitrachra, then we're able to draw life into the Malchus from the Oyer Haponim, which shines on the three holidays, Pesach, Shavuot, Sukkot. The Alkein Nikra Chanukah, and this is also why the holiday, holiday is called Hanukkah, related to the initiation, the reinitiation of the Beis Hamikdash, which took place in those days. Because the main location in the world where Hashem's Oyer Haponim shines is in the Beis Hamikdash. <laughs> That's where all the Jews go up to on the holidays to receive that Oyer Haponim of Hashem. And this is what Chanukah is all about. To inject life into the Malchus from the Oyer Haponim of Hashem. And thereby be to heavenly wisdom, That's the real essence of what lighting the Hanukkah candles is all about. It's about us being able to achieve Hasoga Selakus. Paragraph Yud Gimel, and this is what the Pusik says in Mishlei chapter 6, Pusik 23. Kiner mitzvah, Vetoira oir. Because Rabbeinu Zal explains in chapter 30 in Likut Imran, which this haloch is based on, <coughs> that through the proper kind of reprimand, that brings about a revelation of kindness. Because the Pesach says, Hashem one whom Hashem loves, one whom Hashem feels kindness towards them, he reprimands. So the, the kindness is generated by this kind of reprimand. And that leads to the tikkun, to the rectification of the malchus, which is called which helps us eventually achieve understanding of Hashem. Ayin Sham, look over there in Torah Lamed, where Rabbein explains this. Kalidei ha-chesed, 
Because through the chesed, that's what helps us to sever the connection between the Malchus of Kedusha and the four kingdoms that are Sitrachra and be able to draw life into the Malchus of Kedusha from the Or HaPonim. Now Rab Nelson Zal is going to show how all of this is found in this Pesach in Mishlei. V'sehu kiner mitzvah v'toyrah o'er zebechinas ha-sogas ha-lukus Those words represent the concept of achieving that high-level understanding of Hashem through constrictions, through vessels. Shemishom kol ha-oyrois v'hadlokas kol ha-neyrois ha-kdoishmanal that's where all types of light and all lighting of candles that we have in Judaism are all related to the Jewish people achieving Hasoga Selakus, achieving high level understanding of Hashem. Shezeo Bechinas Ner Chanukah Kanal. And that's also the concept of the Chanukah candles. Vezezoichin Aliyadei Vederech Chaim Toichachas Musar. How do we accomplish this? How do we get to be able to achieve Hasoga Salakus? Through the Derech Chaim Toichachas Musar. Hainu al Toichachas Musar. Through the proper kind of reprimand, Bchinas Toichochanal, Shaydeze Zoichin Lechesed Kanal, which generates Chesed, Shaydeze Yechoilan Lahachyois Hamalchus, which gives us the ability to inject life into the Malchus, Vizehu. This is why the Pasuk mentions the path of life is related to this reprimand. Through the toichacha, the reprimand, the musr, that helps us sever the malchus from the other side and enable the malchus to, to receive life. Which is what helps us be to achieve that high level understanding of Hashem through all the constrictions. Shezeo bechinas kiner mitzvah v'toyroer. That's the ner mitzvah. The ner, the candle, is the tzimtzum. It's the vessel which contains the light, the toyroer. V'sehu shemechanes hamitzvah b'shem ner v'hatoyroer b'shem oer. And this is also why the pasuk refers to the mitzvah as ner, a candle, and to the Torah as or, light. Because even though, on one hand, the Torah and the mitzvahs are both tzimtzumim, vessels, by which we achieve understanding of Hashem, However, you need to realize that regarding these tzimtzumim, regarding these vessels, there are many different types and shapes and forms. Because we have to take this high-level light of Hashem that's called Hasogas and bring it down one level, then bring it down another level, and another level, and still another level. It's got to go down slowly, gradually, from level to level, from tzimtzum to tzimtzum. V'yalkein, and therefore, ha-toyro, legabi ha-mitzvah, hu be-bechinas o'er, legabi ner. 
Therefore, the relationship between Torah versus mitzvah is the same as the relationship of light versus candle. Because we need many, many constrictions and refinements and further refinements in order to, to achieve Hasogaselakus, Shehem Bechinas Oer Vener, which are the concept of the light and the candle, Shemeirin Lod or Mashemeirin, which shine into the person what they shine. Ashrei Hazoichelohem. Fortunate is the Jew who is Zoicha to achieve this Hasogaselakus. So we spoke about Hanukkah. Now Rav Nosen Zal deviates for a little bit to touch on the mitzvah of Bikro Cholim, visiting a person when they're sick. Paragraph Yudalid, Vezebechinas mitzvahs Bikro Cholim, Kitzrichem levaker sachoyle ulehazber loiponim. There's a special mitzvah in the Torah to visit a person who is ill and to show them a good face to show them a happy face, to try to give them something that's uplifting. This refers to the fact that people visit the person who's sick and they ask about what his needs are to make sure that all of the needs of the person are being taken care of. And they actually do whatever this person that's ill can't do for themselves now because of their illness, because they're bedridden or house-ridden, we try to help them out and take care of all of those needs. As is brought in Shulchan Aruch in Yoredea, Simen Shin Lamed Hey, Sifches, based on the Gemara and Adorim, Daf Mem. Shezeo Bechinas Heoras Ponin. This is the concept of the term that's used in the Torah and in Sifrei Kabbalah, Heoras Ponim, the light of the face. Ki ein mastirim pneyemimenu. Because Bikur Choyle means we are not hiding our faces from this sick, sick person. I'm going there to show my face. That's the expression that's used. I'm going to visit to show my face. Ve'enom nitmonim bebotem. The people are not hiding out in their houses. But rather, they're coming to this person that's sick, and they're making sure he has food, he has whatever he needs, and they try to speak to him, to console him, to encourage him. All of this goes under the umbrella term of Heoras Ponim. And by our performing this physical action on earth of Bikr Choylem, we bring a, a corresponding reaction from Hashem that Hashem shines down His Heoras Ponim from above. And that's what really generates the energy that's needed to be able to, to sustain this person that's sick. As the Pasuk says, with the light of the face of the living king. So it's this light of the face that gives life to the malchus and also gives life to this person who's not feeling well.
V'alkein shechino l'mala me'rashosav shol This is also why the Gemara tells us in Shabbos, Daf Yud Beis, that the shechina is present above the head of a person that's sick. As the Pesach says in Tehillim, chapter 41, Hashem yisodenu al eres devoi kol Hashem supports the person and helps the person when they're lying in their sickbed. This is tied into what we're learning before. That specifically because this person is sick, that's why this light of the Shekhinah has to be shined upon him. Which is the light of the true Tzadik, who takes care of all the sick people especially those who are the most ill. They're in the category of what the Pasuk says there, that his entire bed has been turned over from his illness, meaning he's really very, very sick. It's upon those sick people that the truth tzaddik supervises them more so than anybody, to try to draw upon them cures, healing, in order to give them life physically and spiritually. In order to allow and enable the tzaddik to be able to shine into these people, first he has to cure them from their illnesses, from their major illnesses, and prepare them to be able to receive this great light of the understanding of Hashem called Hasoga Salakus. Because this is the true greatness of the Tzadik. That he's the one who tries his best to cure the people who have the worst illnesses. And that's why specifically because this person is sick and his whole bed is upside down, that's what necessitates that the Shekhinah be over him. The Shekhinah is synonymous with the light of the Tzadik. Because the Tzadikim are the resting place of Hashem. Just like the Beis HaMikdosh was a residence for the Hashem, so too the Tzadikim are the residence for Hashem. Hashem resides in them. As Rashi points out in Chumash Bereshis, chapter 17, Pasuk Chavbeis, and the Zohar HaKodesh and Parshas Truma, Daf Samach Gimel Amid Beis. And this is what the Torah tells us by Avraham Avinu, when he was feeling very ill after he had the bris mila at the age of 99, on the third day after the bris, when the pains were the greatest, the Torah says, Vayero Elov Hashem. Hashem revealed himself to him. Hashem showed himself to Avram Avinu. And the Gemara says, Levakira Sachoyla. Hashem was paying a visit to, this, to the ill. Ki daiko machma shuchoyla utsrichem levakroi. Because it's specifically because of the fact that he was sick 
and needed to be visited, through that he was to have Hashem revealed to him, which this is the concept of, of that high level understanding of Hashem, which those people who are ill are to the through the light of the tzaddik, which is the shechina, which is the Holy Spirit of Hashem. And Rabbi Nosanzal says this concept of a person who is ill and who needs to be visited, and when he's visited, it brings upon him the Shekhinah and the, the Hasoga Salakus. This is exactly the concept of these two holidays of Hanukkah and Purim, Shehem Bechinas Mitzvahs Bikur Choylem. They represent this mitzvah of visiting the sick. Kihem Yomim Kedoshim Vetoivim Oid. Because these are very happy, holy holidays, Hanukkah and Purim. And despite that, even though they're so holy, they are bimei They take place during the weekday. They're not days like Shabbos and Yontif when we're prohibited from doing work. These two holidays represent bringing down the great light of Hashem, the Asogas Salakus, upon people who are most ill. Through the great power of the Tzadik, who has the ability to generate the vessels and the refinements that are needed to be able to bring this very high level light of Hashem all the way down, down, down to those who are very, very ill. Rab Nosanzal says this could be compared to the case of a person who when he's feeling well, the king doesn't come to visit him. But rather anyone who wants to see the king and to enjoy the light of the face of the king, that person has to beautify himself and cleanse himself and make all the preparations that are needed and to knock on the door of the king and to plead with those who are close to the king that they should be able to receive permission that he should be able to go in and see the king. That's when the person is feeling well. And the person has to try to perform all the tricks and all the different things that are necessary until he will be granted permission to come before the king on his level. Whether it's to be permitted to enter into the courtyard of the king or into the palace or into the palace or into the throne room, so that the king should grant him an audience, should give him the privilege of being able to see the king's beautiful face. Whereas, when one of the king's close people 
is ill, umutol aleres dvoi, and he's bedridden, rachmano litzlan, oi, azai, kishenesloirim rachme hamelech, lach yoisameor ponov, then when the king is inspired to want to give that person a pickup by having that person see the king's face, azai muchrach hamelech lelech etzloi lebesoi. Then the king has to pick himself up and leave his palace and go visit that person in his house because the person's bedridden. He can't leave the house. Lehoyer by ponov for the king to, to show his face to this person, and to give him that uplift. And this is what the Gemara means when it says that the Shechina hovers above the person that's ill. The Shechina comes to him. He, he can't go to the Shechina. He can't travel. He can't leave the house. This is the concept of these two great holidays. These are two holidays that were given us, given to us, to sustain us and to hold us up during the bitter, bitter, long exile that we're going through. The Jewish people, when we're going through this long, severe exile, we are referred to as people who are ill. As the Zohar Kodesh says, The Jews have been placed in exile, and we are sick, we are lovesick, from being separated from Hashem, from being so far from Hashem. And because of our severe illness, we don't have the ability to go up to the Beis HaMikdash and to bow before Hashem, to see Hashem three times a year. To enter into Hashem's holy temple, to receive Hashem's Oyer HaPonim over there in the Beis HaMikdash. Why? Because as a result of our sins, we've been exiled from our land, etc. We say this in the Musaf on the holidays. We've been exiled and we can't go up to see Hashem in the Beis Hamikdash. Therefore, Hashem has shown pity on us with His incredible kindness and he added these two holy holidays, these two holidays which are the great tzaddikim established for us, in order to bring the light of Hashem's face into our homes during this severe exile that we're going through. For Hashem to pay a house call. That each and every Jew should be able to light the Hanukkah candles in his own home. That's bringing this light of Hashem. The Pesach says in Tehillim chapter 104, 
to shine the face, to have the face glow from oil. So we see that the oil of the Hanukkah Menorah represents this glow of Hashem's face, this oil upon him. This corresponds to that high understanding of Hashem. And so to on the holiday of Purim, each and every Jew receives the Torah anew on Purim each and every single year while we're going through this severe exile. As the Pasuk says in the Megillah, chapter 9, Kimu v'kiblu, the Jews receive the Torah anew. And receiving the Torah is again this hasoga salakus, this receiving the oyer haponim of Hashem. V'yalkein chanako upurim heim bebechinas raglim. And this is also why the holidays of Hanukkah and Purim are referred to in the Sifrei Kabbalah as feet. Ki heim bechinas netzach v'hoid sheim bechinas raglim k'yadua. The Sifrei Kabbalah tell us that Hanukkah and Purim correspond to the spheroids of Netzach and Hoid, which are the two legs. Zehu bechinas mitzvahs bikro choilim. This is related to that mitzvah of visiting a person who is sick. Sheha mitzvah beraglin. The mitzvah is with your feet to go to the person's house. Hainu bechinas hanal. This is what we mentioned earlier. Shashim izborach merachim oleinu. That Hashem takes pity on us and Hashem comes to visit us and to shine His holy face upon us during this severe golos where we are so ill, like each and every one of us knows exactly how ill we really are spiritually. And Hashem, with His great kindness, visits us and gives us new life through His face, through the light of His face. Through the holiness of Hashem's face, through the holiness of these special holidays which Hashem has given us. Shehem Chanukah Upurim. These are holy holidays in the weekdays. The weekdays corresponds to the Jewish people being in exile. These are times when we don't have the ability, we don't have the power to go up to the Beis Hamikdash to receive the Or Haponim. So what does Hashem do? He pays a house call. He brings his oyer haponim into our homes. In order to give us life, new spiritual life, through the true great tzaddikim of each and every generation, they're the ones who are involved in our tikkun. They're the ones who put the greatest effort into curing the most seriously ill patients. And again, these tzaddikim, they are the oyer haponim of Hashem. Paragraph Tesvav, V'zeh b'chinas ma'shem esavavim hu'aniyim b'chanakah l'kabel mo'ez chanakah. Rav Nelson Zal says, based on what we're learning here, we can understand 
why there's a special custom, and this is mentioned in Shulchan Aruch, that the poor people go around on Hanukkah to the homes asking for charity. As is brought in the Mogan Avram, in Shulchan Aruch Orachayim, Simen Tofrei Shayim, Zebechinas Heoras Ponim Melamalo, the act of the poor person coming to your home is the light of Hashem's face from above. And bringing the light of Hashem's face into our homes. Because it is impossible to receive the light of Hashem's face without charity. As the Pesach says in Tehillim chapter 17, I, with charity, get to see your face. And this is why on the holidays, when the Jews were required to go up to the Beis Hamikdash to receive the light of Hashem's face, that's why each and every single Jew had to offer a sacrifice, a charity offering, a form of charity, in the Beis Hamikdash, the Oilas Re'iyah. Kamesha Kosuv, as the Pesach says, V'lo espnei Hashem reikom. Do not go to see the face of Hashem empty-handed. Avol borigolim she'tzrichem la'alois l'beis Hashem l'kabal araponim, tzrichem la'alois ha'korban she'hu nidvas liboy b'chinas tztoka. So that on those holidays, Pesach, Shavuos, Sukkot, when there was a Beis Hamikdash, we had to go up to receive the light of Hashem's face, and we had to do it by bringing a korban, shehu nidvas liboy, which is an expression of the generosity of a person's heart. It's an expression of the person's goodwill. They decide to give. And the person had to go through the major effort of acquiring this korban, and traveling with it to the Beis Hamikdash, bringing it to the Beis Hamikdash. That, whereas on the holiday of Hanukkah, the poor people come to us. It's a house call. They come into our homes. Sheheim monin tevirin delay. The Zohar Kodesh refers to the poor people as Hashem's broken vessels. It's in the poor people that there is found the spirit of Hashem, the Shekhinah, the light of Hashem's face. As the Pesach says clearly in Yeshaya chapter 57, I reside by the poor people. That the spirit of Hashem is by the poor people. So when a poor person is coming to my home, he's bringing the Shekhinah to my home. He's bringing the oil upon him to my home. The Alkain, and this is why the Zohar Kodesh makes an incredible statement. When Hashem loves someone, and Hashem wants to show his face to that person, Hashem sends that person a poor man for the person to have the opportunity to give charity to that poor man. 
כמו שכוסו בזוהר הקודש, אז בזוהר הקודש זה איזה מבייקר, דף קצ"ח, מון דקודשא בריחו רוחם ליה, וואן הום השם לובס, שודה לו דורוינו מסגנו. השם sends that person a gift. What is the gift? A poor man. So that this is mamish a gift from Hashem. The poor person who's knocking on my door for charity is Hashem wanting to show his face to me. V'yalkein b'chanaka she'oz hu b'chinaz she'ashem izborach meir ponav l'toch b'yisenu and therefore on Chanaka when we just learned that that's one of the special times in the year when Hashem is shining his oyer upon him into our homes alkein barachamov sholeach lonu huaniyim l'toch b'yisenu Therefore, with Hashem's kindness, He sends poor people to come to our, into our homes in order that we should be privileged through them. So that we should be able to receive via these poor people this light of Hashem's face that's coming into our homes. Paragraph Tezayin והנה עניין מחלוקס בי שמאי ובי סירול הנעל, בעניין הסקרבוס הנפושויס הרחוקויס מועד מועד, now Rabbi Nelson Zal is going to bring back the topic he spoke about earlier, about the debate between שמאי and הלל, בי שמאי ובי סירול, as to how strongly we feel about bringing those people who are far, far away from Hashem, bringing them close to Hashem. <clears throat> people who based on justice they don't really deserve to be brought close if we go by, by din if we follow the halacha the straight halacha these people have disqualified themselves many times over <clears throat> from being deserved from being deserving of being reached out to Beishamai are the ones who hold that we decrease the number of candles each day. We start with eight candles and then subtract one every day. Meaning, as we go from the first day to the second day, which means we're going to a higher level of holiness, we limit the audience more and more, less people, only seven people. We go to the next level up, only six people. That the higher the holiness, the more we're limiting the light. We have a smaller audience, a smaller group that we're teaching. To hide that light from those people who are far from Hashem, so that they should not approach. Whereas Beisilel say, that we, we start with one candle the first day, and the second day, when we're going up to a higher level of holiness, we light two candles, showing we're increasing our audience. We're, bre- we're reaching more people. Because Beis Hillel held that we have to create vessels and, and tzimtzumim in a manner to be able to bring this great light of Hashem to them also, to those people who are very far from Hashem, said they too should be able to come close to Hashem. הנה עניין מחלוקת זויס, זהו בחינס כלל המחלוקת שבכל דור על הצדיקים השלמים העוסקים לקרב נפשי סורכויקים להשם יסבורך. 
that machlekes that took place thousands of years ago between Beishamai Beisilo is the same machlekes that takes place in every single generation regarding those people who oppose the true tzaddikim who are involved <coughs> in bringing people who are far from Hashem close. Sherabim ma'oid komim aleim. There are many people who rise up to oppose these tzaddikim. Vegam rabim aleihem. And even many great tzaddikim oppose these tzaddikim who, who try to bring people close. Machmashemidas hadin because the judgment of Hashem, the Midas Hadin, cloaks itself in those people and in those tzaddikim who are opposing this true tzaddik who's trying to bring people close to Hashem. And that's what causes a type of ugliness to enter into the hearts of these people and even some of these rabbis. So that it, it appears to them, it seems to them, as if this tzaddik who's going around bringing people close to Hashem is not doing the right thing. And they oppose him. As has happened already throughout time, throughout most of the generations, this machlokes repeats itself again and again. Ubifrat biomenu, especially during our time, the when we're so close, we're at the footsteps of Mashiach's coming. Whereby the Machlaikis against the Tamid Chachamim has risen to very high levels. As we find the Gemara says this at the end of Saita, Ubeyoiser. And especially Al Rabenu especially against our Rabbi Rabbeinu Zal, Al because of the fact that Rabbeinu Zal put his life on the line, he put his own life aside, and was involved throughout his entire life in showing pity on the Jewish people, Al Kol on all those who are far, to try to bring them close to Hashem. So here, Rabbi Nelson is spelling it out very, very clearly, talking about the different ideologies and the different people, and how sometimes you have even great tzaddikim, who unfortunately are chosen for this task, whereby the Midas Hadin, the Gevura, which includes the Sahara, cloaks himself in these tzaddikim, and helps them find excuses and reasons, according to the Torah, to be able to show that the tzaddik who is involved in bringing people close to Hashem, how he's making mistakes, all kinds of mistakes, him and his followers. And this is also the, the this will also explain the, the machlekes, the terrible machlekes of the brothers of Yosef HaTzadik against him. Ki Yosef hu bechinas HaTzadik sheoisek lekarev nefosho isla shemizborach because Yosef HaTzadik symbolizes, he represents the tzadik who is involved in bringing people close to Hashem.
how? By increasing the audience every day, reaching out further, expanding all the time, growing, reaching further out to people who are further out and still further out. Because the tzaddik is involved in constantly creating new vessels and new tzimtzumim in order to enable anyone in the world that wants to come close to be able to come close. An example of this would be, we mentioned this earlier, Rabbi Nazar, we know during his lifetime, he gave shiurim, all kinds of special shiurim and sichos to bring people close. But his grand finale, the grand finale, the last year or two of his life, he started a new project, Sipuri Maisius, storytelling. And these stories are for those people who can't open a Likut Imran. They're too far, or if you try to teach them Likut Imran, it's too difficult for them, it's, it's inappropriate for them. But to hear a story, the stories like the Chacham Vatam, the wise man and the simpleton, the lost princess, all the stories that appear there, that story even those people can hear and can relate to and can be brought close to Hashem through those stories. Vahashvotim and the tribes, the sons of Yaakov Avinu, Afalpishekulam Kedoshim, even though they were all holy people. Kihoyukulam tzadikim gedoilam, because they were all great tzadikim, cholkualov, they opposed Yosef HaTzadik, bishvilzeh, for this reason. We know that there are many reasons that are given. Jealousy, uh, the fact that uh, Yaakov showed favoritism to Yosef HaTzadik, there are many reasons given as to what caused that machlokes. Here, Rab Nelson Zal gives <coughs> a very, very important reason that it was over this issue, it was over the fact that Yosef HaTzadik was the one who was befriending those people who are far from Hashem and bringing them close. And this is why Parshas Vayeshev begins with the words, Vayeshev Yaakov Be'eretz Megure Oviv. Yaakov Avinu set up shop, lived in the land of Megure Oviv. Vidosh Rabbi Senazal and the Medrash Rabbi says, Megure Shehoya Megayer Gerim, that Yaakov Avinu followed in the footsteps of his forefathers, that he also made converts. He also brought people close to Hashem. And this is why the Pasuk says, These are, these are the children of Yaakov, Yosef. These are the children of Yaakov, Yosef. And the Gemara tells us that from this we learn out, Hainu she Yosef holach bederech oviv Yaakov. Yosef HaTzadik followed the footsteps of his father Yaakov Avinu. And he was also involved in making converts and bringing people who were far from Hashem close. Because the Medrash tells us that everything that Yaakov Avinu went through in his life, Yosef HaTzadik went through similar experiences. Shezeh Pirush Eile Toldos Yaakov Yosef, Kemosh Pirush Rashishim. 
That's the real meaning of those words. These are the children of Yaakov, Yosef, meaning, all of the teachings, all of the all of the understanding of Hashem that Yaakov Avinu received from the yeshiva of Shem Vever, Mosar Loi, he gave over to Yosef HaTzadik specifically. The Yosef, and all the struggles and the difficulties and the conflict and the opposition that Yaakov Avinu went through, Yosef HaTzadik also went through. And all of this is written right next to those words, which is where the Torah tells us that Yaakov Avinu was involved in making converts. And right after the Pesach says that Yaakov Avinu was involved in making converts, Right after that, it says, these are the children of Yaakov, Yosef, meaning, This is telling us that Yaakov Vinu gave over all of his knowledge to Yosef HaTzadik. And therefore, just like Yaakov Avinu had the ability to convert people through the great knowledge and great wisdom he knew how to create vessels and, and constrictions to bring Hashem's light down to those people who were furthest away from Hashem, even non-Jews, to the point where Yaakov Avinu was able to cure and heal even those people who had the worst spiritual illnesses. Oisek was Yosef HaTzadik was also constantly involved in this special outreach work. Ki Yaakov kol Because the Torah tells us that Yaakov Avinu gave over all of his knowledge to Yosef HaTzadik. Ki ikr And we know that real knowledge is the ability to bring awareness of Hashem, consciousness of Hashem, into the world. To enlighten mankind about Hashem's greatness. And this is why the Pasuk tells us that Yosef HaTzadik was 17 years old when he was serving as a shepherd with his brothers for the sheep of his father. We know the term shepherd is a term that's used to define the leaders of the generation of among the Jewish people. They're referred to throughout the Torah as shepherds. And this is why the Pesach says he was 17 the number 17 equals the word toiv. This tells us that Yosef HaTzadik had the ability to be good to everybody, to be nice to everybody. He was wall-to-wall goodness. 
That's what gave him the ability to bring everybody close to Hashem. He was able to find good points even in the worst of the worst people. And it's this that gave him the ability to bring them close to Hashem by being able to see the good in them even when they were at their worst. This is tying back now to the first Haloch and Likut Halochas, where Rabbeinu and to chapter 282 on Likut Imran, where Rabbeinu speaks about looking for the good in a person and thereby being able to turn the person around. Vesehu, and this is what the Pasuk means when it says, Vehu na'ar es b'nei vilho ves b'nei zilpa, that Yosef HaTzadik befriended the kids, his father's children, from the maidservants, the children of Bilha and Zilpah. Sheheim bechinas bnei hashfochos. Sheheim bechinas mishpochos hayerudos shebeisrael. This refers to the children of the maidservants, the, the kids who come from families who don't have big yichos. My father is not this and this great rabbi. My mother-in-law is not this great and great rebetzin. My grandfather was not this great tzaddik. People who come from families that are not necessarily very high reputation. Yosef HaTzadik had the ability to lower himself down, all the way down to them, to bring them close. Rab Nusanzal says, now I'll give you some clarity on why these two names are used specifically, Bilha and Zilpa, to refer to the maidservants, which refers to people of a lower class, supposedly. In those names we can see that this is referring to those people to whom the Yitzhahara and all of his armies have attached themselves to very much. That's why they're referred to as the children of Bilha. There's a Pasuk in Yechezkel, chapter 26, where Hashem says, I will, I will, I will throw Balohois at you. Upirish Rashi, Rashi says, Shaden. This refers to evil spirits. Hainu, Chayolois Hayetzahara. This refers to the armies of the Yetzahara. Shehem Shedim or Klipois, which are the Shedim and the Klipois. Shehem Mevahalim or Mevalvalim or Marishim Esodom. They confuse and mess up the person. That's the word Bilham, Eloshim Behola. Total confusion. The person doesn't know where the what, has no idea which way is up. Totally upside down. That's Bilha, that's the Balohois. Vezebchinas Zilpa, and this is also why they're referred to as Bene Zilpa, Bechinas Zilofa Achazosni Merishoim. There's a passage that says that a trembling took hold of me from the wicked people. So we see again the word zilpa, zilofa, is associated with rishoim. Because the armies of the Yetzirah are referred to by these nicknames of bilha and zilpa. 
וכל הנמשכם אחריהם, and all those who follow the path of the Yitzhahara, נקראים בני בלהה ובני זילפה, are referred to as the children of בלהה, the children of זילפה, the followers of these two, of the Yitzhahara. והצדיק הגודל בחינס יוסף, אויסק אמוהם, and the great tzaddik, who is in the category of Yosef HaTzaddik, he involves himself with these people, he reaches out to these people, and he lowers himself down to them, in order to bring them close to Hashem. Listen to this now. And this is why the Pasuk says that he befriended these two the, the Bnei Bila, Bnei Zilpa, but the Pusik uses the word Na'ar. Na'ar means a teenager, a boy. Upirish Rashi, Rashi HaKodesh says, Shehoyo'ise Maise Na'arois, that Yosef HaTzadik acted like a teenager. He combed his hair, he did other things like that, which seemed absurd for somebody like him. This is Yosef HaTzadik. This is the one who achieved the highest level of Tikkun Abris and holiness. And this is the one who Yaakov Avinu taught him all of his knowledge. This is the biggest Rosh Yeshiva Tzaddik that you could possibly imagine. What's he doing playing with his hair and stuff? The answer is, Rav Nosson Zal explains, Ki HaTzaddik Ho'emes Ba'oitzem Chochmosoi Mo'iredes Atzmo'yalayim Kol Kach The true Tzaddik with his incredible understanding, lowers himself all the way down to these people, where it looks to them as if he's just like them. He's into the same things. He's combing his hair. He's doing it. It looks as if he's one of them. Because he talks to them about the baseball game and about this. He talks about things not related to Torah. And he eats and drinks with them. He goes to the pizza store. He goes to... And sometimes he goes on trips with them. Things which a person would say, Hey, if he's such a big tzaddik, don't he belong in the base medrash? Shouldn't he be burning, sitting on that chair and rubbing out the bench? Why is he... His entire intention is to bring them close to Hashem through his behavior. As is found throughout Rabbi Nezal's teachings in many places, where Rabbi Nezal talks about the many levels that the tzaddik lowers himself to the people, to the common folk, where regarding the tzaddik, all of this is referred to as childishness. He's behaving in a childish manner. For a person on his level, you would consider all of this childish behavior, going on trips and, and, and talking about nonsense, you know. However, his intention is focused on one thing only, Hashem's honor, Hashem's glory. To bring those people who are far from Hashem, to bring them close. 
whereby it is impossible to bring people like that close to Hashem unless other than through this method. This is why the Pasuk says about Yosvat Sadik that he hung out with the lower elements, with the, the, the maidservants' kids, the kids from the maids. He hung out with them and he lowered himself to them. He was able to f- make them feel like they could relate to him. And he was able to relate to them on their level and thereby make the connection that was needed to bring them up to Hashem to be, and to be able to bring Hasoga Salukus down to them. We'll hold it over here for now.